0: I'm Stephen Tolton, and this is The Daily Cron for Friday, April 5th, 2019. So today, I wanted to give a little update about SeptiKey, and specifically point you all to the new Beta SeptiKey website. I say new, and and really they announced it publicly, at least I first saw it last month, like middle of the month, so it's been a few weeks. But I'll put a link in the show notes, but it's beta.septiKey.org. So I've been using my septic key for a while now. I don't go down too often, but it's it's been fine. There's nothing to report about that. It's uh it's been fine on regional rail. The conductors have been almost always checking the past. Their handheld readers haven't had an error, you know, or issue that I, when I, since I've used them for a while. It's just a real quick transaction now. Uh, it's still obviously slower than if they just visually inspected things, but it's uh, a lot faster than you know. It could have been, you know, and it's, it's pretty quick now. I think we're all getting used to the, to, to using this system. So they get their scanner out and, uh, you know, hold it out. And I just put my pass over for a second and it, it beeps. I'm also hearing more beeps on the car. So I, as the conductor was making, making their way down the train car today, I think I heard two, three beeps before they got to my area and, you know, what's so why the card. So that's nice. The early adopter program continues to grow. And uh, everything downtown is the same as it's been. The turnstiles and all are working fine. Everything's good. I was at 30th Street today, and I guess I'm blind, or it really has, or it is relatively new. But I didn't realize the, uh, how, how like nice the little alcoves they are. They, they kind of put in behind the secured area where the turnstiles are. So when they put these turnstiles in, all this fencing, they had to take away a bunch of seating. But it looks like they put at least some of it back. And these little little cutaways there and that's probably been there for a while and i just kind of not noticed it but i noticed it today and there was a lot of people there sitting there and there was a bright screen there with um with a readout of the of the train schedule maybe a little too bright i mean that's not step this fault that's the thing i've noticed about uh digital signs as they become more and more prevalent over the years they're they're so damn bright all the time so a place like thirty three Street Station, it's it's not exactly thirty three Street Station's not exactly you know um, dark, but and is well lit for what it is. But it is it's not like super bright. There's a big difference between the lights in there and the, and like the light coming off TV. There's also a white balance difference, so <laughs> you notice it. Uh, and maybe it's because my eyes are kind of sensitive, but when I look at those screens. Uh, there at 30th Street or or at the Amtrak area, Thirty Street, where they have the new digital display in place of the clickety clack one. It just seems so bright. It's just, uh, I guess, it's better than being dim. But uh, as a person with sensitive eyes, these these screens that I'm seeing popping up all over the place, um, like digital billboards, stuff in, in you know, information screens, and everything. They just they just come off sometimes as like harsh for my eye my eyeballs. And that's okay. Uh, I really think a lot of these displays, an e-ink display with you know just adequate lighting, would be less harsh and easier to read for people. I, like I, I think that clickety-clack display was actually easier to read at a glance as you're walking by than the digital display. I think the text was bigger, there's better contrast, and the, and you know the layout was, you know just easier to see from a distance. At least that, that's my personal experience. But anyway, that, that's just kind of a pointless aside. I just I just noticed my eyes were like ah <laughs> looking at the screen. It reminded me of how much uh, that is happening increasingly often as I'm I'm going about my life. That's why I wear sunglasses like all the time, even indoors often, because like my eyes are sensitive. <laughs> anyway, on back to the website, you got to go and check out the Beta website. So the website f- seems like it's like I would say maybe ninety five percent or better of what. The old website was. The only thing I can't find in here is the ability to add a trail pass. Like you can add stuff to your wallet, you can buy some other fares, but when you click to add new fare button, it doesn't give me an option to do the monthly pass like I could in the old website. But the new website is nice. You log in and you can see all of your cards laid out on the screen in like a, um, like a card layout. You know what I mean? Uh, so. Each one has its own little, like expandable box with information in it. So you can see your card. You can see what fare products are on there, like a monthly pass and a travel wallet. You can see how much money's in the wallet. You can see your auto load settings, whether they're on and go and change them. See how many rides you have left on something, and or uh, you know or how many days are left in your pass. You can uh, expand another area and you can see your recent trips, and it's laid out uh, in like a nice little vertical orientation with some icons that represent regional rail and. I'm guessing bus has one, but I, I see regional rail, I see market Frankfurt li- line. It's all arranged by date, and it, and it you know it just shows you <clears throat> it shows you the, the the trips. And the old the old site was just a very simple table, like like looking at an Excel spreadsheet. This is a much nicer visualization. Uh, best part of all of the website, I would say, is the fact that it works so well so well on your iPhone or your Android device, or whatever smartphone. Uh, it's just uh, the best thing to use when you're on the go. You, it's the, the old website's virtually unusable on a mobile device, especially if you're not going to sit there pinching and zooming constantly. This is really nice. Login is easy. Once you're in there, you can kind of, there's like big buttons to tap on to get the things. You can see what you need to see. Very nice. <clears throat> so you can also look at your order history on here. See, <clears throat> so see all that information, uh, as well as like the car, the transaction amount, you know, standard stuff you want to just like before, just in a much better interface. Your you trip history and there's like various filters you can put on. So if you have a lot of these, you know, you can, you can check out, <clears throat> you can cut, cut up your data different ways. And you know, that makes sense. I know people that actually have multiple cards they have to manage, you know, they have a bunch of cards they manage for other people. So the new website layout and the ability to be able to search through This stuff, uh, seems nice. What I don't see though, is like, well, let's see, if you go, if I go to my trip history, it doesn't seem to have an export option. My order history, I also don't see an export option. So it's, so that's, that's one of the areas where it, it would probably be helpful to have an export option on there to be able to get this data out. At least I I don't see a way of doing it right now. because if I, if I had like six cards I was managing for my team, I'd want to be able to, uh to filter the the routes and I'd like to get this data out as a CSV file. Cause then I can process it. I could see like how many trips are being taken for you know for the bus versus the regional rail or how, you know, how much money are we spending on this this and the on the wallets versus uh you know like how about if we're putting on a wallet you could find out how much money are you spending for bus routes versus the regional rail versus something else. So I think there's a lot of data in here and they're starting to provide better inter better user interfaces for it. For it, and there's still a lot more they can do, which would be really cool. And of course, it's still in beta, so who knows how much of this will change uh, as it goes forward. But I can imagine being able to get the raw data would be great. But most people aren't going to do that and then put it in Excel or database or something and, and munge it. So more visualization options for the order history, for the trip history, that would be really awesome. The ability to export them in different ways, uh, be able to answer certain questions about them that you might have, you know, like how many of X type of trip and you know how much money am I spending on these different kinds of trips. Uh that would be really helpful, I think, for for people. Uh so specifically for like people who have to manage multiple cards, I think, most of all. Your profile information is the same information you had on the old website, just again uh in here in a better way. <laughs> just uh, organized better. Easy to update. You can see your well, you're supposed to be able to see your expired or hotlisted key cards, but I actually have a hotlisted key card. It's not there, so <laughs> <It's a> beta. <laughs> but not everything's in there yet, or it's just gone. Oh, I guess my card is just gone. Nice. Okay, good. So yeah, so if you hotlist a card, which means um if you report a stolen, <clears throat> there's an area here on your profile you can see it. <clears throat> the card I hotlisted a while ago is not showing up on this user interface, but it was a while ago, so maybe it. Expires out after a while. Although, really, uh, they should change the word "hot listed." No one understands what the hell "hot listed" means. Uh, yeah, they should probably just they should probably just change that terminology. But for the most part, the terminology is mostly better on here, though. You know, so you're not you're not seeing the crazy internal <laughs> names or things as much. Uh, so that's nice. Uh, there's not a lot to it, but what's here is good really good they have uh, a better implementation of their buy load locations this is nice they they um have a map here so you can find out where you can buy and load up septa key stuff and just calling it septa key card buy load locations is nice and it's called uh, i don't remember the old one was something weird but this one names them SEPTA station, sales locations, and retail locations. And that's just a much better terminology. The old way was something slightly different. And if you look on them, it's basically the same information we had before. I don't know if the map is actually any different, but it's just a Google map. But works. Nice. A little easier to use. Uh, let's see. They have, they have. Ooh, they have some nice information about the fare products. About they have a whole like zone map in here. That's pretty cool. So you can find out where your station is on and what zone your station is in, so you can determine what card you need, what um, you know fare you need. Very nice. They have a list of all the regional rail stations, although the list doesn't. It's not clickable, so it's just kind of an alphabetical list. But the zone map is very convenient. They have a, a nice, simple screen that tells you what all the key card passes are, and how many rides they can do, when they're good for travel, how much they cost, uh, for the most part. So that's cool. They don't have trail passes listed on this site yet. So They have all the other passes that are, that are not early adopter program things. They're all in here. Very useful. Uh what else in here? Contact us. <clears throat> they have a FAQ. They have a FAQ, which is not bad. Yeah, everything's just better organized. That my, my key takeaway from the new website is that everything is just better organized. It's pretty much what the old website was, or continues to be, but just so much better laid out, and so much easier to find information you need, it's it's and it works on mobile. So definitely check it out. I think it is great. So now and besides the website, I would say uh, I'm really happy with where septa key is going and how far it's come. And I have a short list, though, of future improvements that I hoped that I will see as it continues to roll out. First of all, though, they have to finish rolling out for regional rail. And I think they'll, they'll I think septa would admit this. Until regional rail is fully rolled out, we're not going to get um, uh, some of the things on the wish list or you know that, uh, that I have, but I'm just going to go through through the things that I want to have there. So number number one, and I don't know if this conti- this counts as re- as if this is required to be fully rolled out for regional rail, but I no, my number one thing I want on the the system right now is the ability to use wallet funds on regional rail. I don't want to have to buy a monthly pass to use my septic key card on regional rail and I don't think that that's the expectation moving forward. I don't think the idea is that we're required to buy passes to use regional rail when you can just use cash for everything else. I just think it's not enabled yet or implemented yet for whatever reason because they're still working it out. I, I don't know. I'm not sure what the reason is. It's not turned on yet or not implemented yet but That's my number one thing because right now I'm spending way too much money to have a pass on my key card. I just don't travel enough for it. So after this month, I'm probably going to have to just turn off the auto uh, renewal of my pass and just buy a pack of paper tickets and use them when I need to go down because I just don't go down enough to, to warrant the expense. But if I could use my wallet money, then I would just put money on there to cover my costs and I would just use that whenever I needed to. And that would be really convenient. and that, that I think is the ultimately the goal. Once that's enabled, I'll be able to ride anywhere on SEPTA system with my one card uh, very conveniently. And that'd be nice. And, and I guess kind of tangentially to that, I don't know if there's any alerting system right now for the like the wallet uh, money, whatever on there, I don't know if it send you an SMS or not. But something like SMS alerts or push notifications, to let you know that your money is going down, you know is getting low, and you need to re- renew it. That would be really awesome. <clears throat> In fact, here's here's like a this is like a bonus like extra wish list, which I don't know like how many years down the line this will be, but you can do a lot of cool stuff with push notifications now on mobile on both Android and iOS. One thing that'd be really cool is uh, I think you can do this. Talk to my head. If you had an app that worked with this all all this stuff, like you update the septic key app to do this. You could have a push notification—not if you had the septa app to do this, or you had a, like a specific septa key app or something. You could have like a push notification come through uh, when your when your funds were low, and you can make it really easy to maybe like like a I don't know, I think you just maybe like a one tap or a, a one tap that opens up the app or something in order to do the transaction. So basically, you could streamline the whole adding money to the to the thing if it wasn't set up to auto renew. Uh that's probably not <laughs> even worth implementing for most people, but that'll be cool, so anyway, notifications would be nice to have with that stuff if it's not already there so uh, the so number one thing is wallet funds on Reasonable rail. and I'm sure that's coming. I just don't know when uh okay, number two is the ability to transfer f- the number two thing that I want is the ability to transfer funds onto a new card via the website if you hot list a card like when I hot list a card i-, just, I should be able to use the website to then uh register my new card and have everything move over to it either manually do it by clicking a button or have it automatically done. Uh I think it has to be manual because you can have multiple cards, but I should be able to do that. Once I once a, a card is hotlisted it is permanently hotlisted, right? So I think so. So why don't I So I don't understand why the website can't let me do this. There's indications in the original website that there's user interface element for doing this, I believe, but it doesn't work. And so I don't know why that is the case. Um, again, I assume that that is not permanent. I assume they don't actually expect people to always go down to one of, like, three places that you can do this down in Center City, down the city, in order to, to get this stuff done in person. That's not a scalable... It's not scalable at all once, once this is in wide use by everybody. And it's not convenient at all. It's actually... um punishing to re- to regional rail riders, because if you lose your card like I did when you're in the suburbs, you need to get your way all the way downtown to get it fixed. It's not really fair. Uh, again, I think this is something that will be addressed. I think it's going to happen, just, you know, I don't know when. <clears throat> um, I guess related to this stuff is, I, I don't really know what the roadmap is for this, some of this stuff. It would be nice if they Published a roadmap, at least, or if they do have one, made it more obvious where it is because I'm not really sure where it is. But I would love to know, like, the general time frame. Like, doesn't even have to. It can be very vague. I'd just love to know, like, like, are you going to do this? What's your priority? Like, when could be like, oh, within six months or something. That would be fine with me to know that much. Okay, so my number three thing that I want, and this is the my assumption for this one is that Septa is not even going to think about this for like two years because they have to finish implementing it. And rolling it out for regional rail first with the regular cards, they have to add the other the features to the website, that to finish rolling that out and make sure the website is fully functional, and then they could think about this, and that would be Apple Wallet Apple Pay integration. So the ability to either use Apple Pay just to pay for cash, right, or to have your um, Septa key card as a virtual card in your Apple Wallet, and then you can use it for transit. Now there's some pilot programs being rolled out. Uh, this year in different places, including New York City, I believe in some area, some areas, uh, some other transit agencies around the country, <clears throat> some transit agencies overseas that do this, and it's pretty simple. You just kind of open up your wallet by double clicking the side button on the iPhone 10 style stuff, or the double clicking the the home button. You authenticate with your fingerprint or your Face ID, and then you know you can just pick the card you want to use, like the set you'd pick the key card, and then it's active at that point. And then you can wave it over the scanner and have it work it should be technically hardware wise possible and software wise possible but uh, you know I don't know for sure but it, I think it is at this point can do this obviously some locations are doing this I don't know what technical limitations they would have with their existing equipment whether it's all compatible or not and obviously it's it's a more involved kind of feature to add to it and it's not not something most people would probably even use but that's that's my dream you know be able to just have my phone and use that not have to have and get another like plastic card to carry around with me uh you know because i already use apple pay as much as i humanly possible can when i'm out and about buying stuff i almost never use cash like hard cold hard cash right uh i even use apple pay at my local brewery at the Borough bur- uh, brew house it's amazing i even like paying at the bar with it a little awkward at the bar but uh it, that's mostly because they're the, the type of scanner they have but it's really great. And I was in uh, Canada last year, briefly, and on a little mini vacation. I was up there and everybody had these handheld scanners. They they look like the scanners that um, SEPTA actually carries on the Regional Rail. But they had like scanners like this and everyone. So we're sitting at every restaurant I went to, uh, every place I went car- accepted Apple Pay, which is very convenient because I didn't have to do any cash exchange. I just pay for everything. I went to a coffee shop, paid with Apple Exchange, you know, or paid with Apple Pay and didn't have to worry about, you know, doing, getting um, Canadian dollars for US dollars or anything. And then the exchange rate on those types of transactions is usually much better than when you do it, you know, in person, at least that was my experience, you know. So that was cool. And then when you're in a restaurant, they would just walk over to you with these handheld scanners when it was time to pay your bill and you just pay your bill that way and you would put your, you know, and you'd be done. It it was remarkable, (laughs) you know. It's like, why can't we do that? I don't, I don't know. It would even print out a little receipt for you, you know, if you wanted it. So it's cool. I don't know why we don't have that in the States. I, I don't get it. But since I use Apple Pay everywhere, I'd love to also use it when I go on on SEPTA. So that's, my, so that's my three wish list items. Most importantly, wallet funds on Regional Rail is my number one item. Number two item, the ability to transfer funds or new card when you hot list one, an old one. So I don't have to go all the way downtown to do that because I'm certain that I'll lose my card again. Somehow did it once. I'm sure I'll do it again. And number three, a longer term future. I want Apple Pay and Apple Wallet integration. And that would really complete the whole package if all that stuff was implemented. For now, though, you can get a glimpse of the future by going to beta.septakey.org. Link is in the show notes. And check out the spiffy new website that I I estimate is like 95% or more of what the old website was, but in a much better UI. And I think you'll really enjoy using it, especially when you're on the go using your phone. Uh, and it's really great, so definitely check that out. And in the meantime, I don't know, happy happy trails on, on SEPTA, I guess. So that's going to be it for today's episode. Tomorrow I... Well, tomorrow's Saturday, so I'm going to like a birthday party. with. It's going to have a bunch of musicians at it. So I'm sure that will be kind of epic because <laughs> parties, parties uh, for musicians with a bunch of musicians at it are usually always a lot of fun, a lot of music will be playing, a lot of, a lot of good times and interesting people will be there. So that's what I'm looking forward to uh, tomorrow night. And I'm also looking forward to getting back to some programming. Uh, I need to get back to my little Safari extension this weekend, see if I can make some actual progress on that. So that'll be cool. Next Saturday is going to be the egg hunt, uh, so I have one more week before that. Uh, that that thing. Uh, but that's uh, going to be about it. Sunday is probably just going to be a lazy day of maybe coding and and chilling because you know that's what I like to do on Sundays. It's how I relax, writing code and you know watching anime. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sunday for me. A Sunday fun day. Okay, so that's it for today's episode. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next week.